Welcome back to The Threes, the show where we try to find out what it's like for all the people in our lives who don't have type 1, but are affected by it somehow. In this episode, we have Blanca and her husband, Luis. They met in their home country of Venezuela eight years ago. After moving to Florida, Blanca started exhibiting symptoms of high blood sugar and was misdiagnosed with type 2 diabetes. But when her blood sugar stayed high, she did some research and figured out she probably had LADA, latent autoimmune diabetes in adults, where, like type 1 diabetes, your pancreas stops producing insulin, but it progresses much slower than you see in kids and teens diagnosed with type 1, which is why it's so often misdiagnosed as type 2. While adjusting to a chronic disease is complicated in any marriage, Blanca and Lewis had to make this change twice, first with the misdiagnosis and then again for the correct diagnosis. And while this has put a strain on them at times, the feeling that comes through most in their conversation is just how much they care about each other, despite the complications this disease has brought into their relationship. They give us all lessons in patience, understanding, and unconditional love. Let's hear their story. My name is Blanca. Um, I'm the one with type 1D. I'm 25 years old. I'm from, well, we're both from Venezuela, mm-hmm. but we have been in the, well, I have been in the United States for about three years, and my husband. I'm Luis. I'm 29, <laughs> and I've been here uh, five years. Yeah. Five? Yeah, you were here <laughs> two years know. more than me. We were, we were apart, like, yeah, about two years. Like, we've been together for almost eight years. Almost eight, yeah. Yeah, and he went to, he came to study here. Um, he's a pilot. <laughs> yeah. And then... Um, Airplane pilot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I came, I came here after two years. He was here because we couldn't be apart anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was studying languages in Venezuela, but when I got here, um, I've had had like a couple of different jobs. Um, I'm currently working at an ophthalmologist office, and um, yeah, I'm like at the front desk, you know, collecting copies and everything. I have learned a lot about insurance, which has been. Um, really helpful for all I have been through with my type 1 diabetes. I worked at the Lufthansa, the German airline. Before that, I had a couple of broad patches <laughs> regarding job, but it's slowly getting more steady, which is good for both of us. Yeah, finally. First, I was misdiagnosed. Well, well, first, we should talk about that. How do, we, how do we meet? Oh and yeah. <laughs> when you were diagnosed and all that. I was um one of my best friends. I was at her house and she was having kind of a party, you know, a reunion. Who also happens to be my friend. Yeah. So I was at her house and she invited a lot of people and when I saw my husband <laughs> walk in, I was like, Oh, he's cute, but he had a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So she told me and I was like, forget it. I'm, I'm not going to get into that, whatever. But I'm like a lot of the guys that were there were trying to like talk to me and, you know, because I was like new to the, the whole group and yeah. everything. But everyone was like, Oh my God, who's the new girl? <laughs> yeah. So everyone started asking me like who I was and everything. And they asked me for my number. He's you were like, uh, 
you're not going to get my number? So I was like, no, but you can get mine if you want. <laughs> yeah. Okay, he had a girlfriend. So at the next day, he broke up with her. I don't think it was because of me. No, no, no. And then we started talking and we started going out. And then that was in 2011. 11, yes. Then I moved here and then you moved here. Yeah. Me. So then when I moved here. At first, everything was okay. Yeah. But then you started getting this weird symptoms you would go up this go up the stairs and get tired like like if you just ran a marathon yeah and, and you just went up the stairs you know and you will get up like seven times during the night to go to go to the bathroom I remember one time we went to um, um, Halloween horror nights and we live like oh, two yeah. hours away no like one hour and a half away from Orlando at that time. And we had to stop for the restroom like four times. And he was like, what's wrong with you? And I'm yeah, like, I don't know. Then you started researching. We both started researching to see what, what was going, going on. Because it wasn't normal. Yeah. And at that time, I was really close with a, a doctor. I didn't have insurance, but I was really close with a doctor, a gynecologist. So I told her like, Hey, um, I think I have diabetes <laughs> and I need you to help me because I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. And she was like, I don't think you have that. She said, because everyone, everyone thought you were pregnant. Yeah. everyone. <laughs> she gave me a, a pregnancy <laughs> test and I was like, I'm not pregnant. Like I know <laughs> I'm not pregnant. I, I took the test. I wasn't pregnant. So she said like, okay, let's run the labs. She was really nice. She did it for free. She did the blood test on Friday and she told me like, oh, I'll just text you on Monday and tell you what's wrong. She didn't text me on Monday and I was like, oh. So she waited like she met with me and she was like, okay, here are your labs. You are diabetic. I just don't know what type. You know, you have to go to a primary care doctor, an endocrinologist. She gave me the name of a place I could go without insurance that wouldn't be so expensive. And um, that's when they run some some more blood tests. And the, the doctor ended up telling me that uh, I had type 2 diabetes. I was like in shock. And he was like, you have type 2 diabetes, but I don't know why. He explained to me all about insulin resistance and everything, like really thoroughly. So I thought he knew what he was talking about. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he really explained and he told me like, well, if you eat really well and you don't eat a lot of processed food or man-made food, like he called them, you, you, you can get rid of it. And I was like, okay. So I started taking the metformin and I started feeling better and blah, blah, blah. Uh, we had some trouble back then. <laughs> Because I was mad at you because you were eating stuff I couldn't eat. Like, well, when they told me I had type 2, I wasn't supposed to eat a lot of things. So I was not supposed to eat like Taco Bell or McDonald's. And we we ate a lot of those things. When Junk we were. food. Yeah, so he, I was like eating vegetables and he would bring like Taco Bell. And I, I used to get so upset. I used to scream and like, why do you bring this food to the house if I cannot eat it? And blah blah. blah. And yeah, uh, uh, there was a point that I felt like I was cheating on my wife with junk food, <laughs> pretty much. Oh my god! Because I, I had to, you know, go outside and eat outside. I couldn't bring food home because she would get upset. <sighs> so it was definitely not fun. It was very, it was very hard. 
Yeah, and uh, I mean, at the beginning, I could control my blood sugars. I was doing kind of fine with the metformin, but then it started getting worse again. There was like a time where my meter ran out of battery, and I've kind mm-hmm. of went wild. <laughs> mm-hmm. I went wild, like I was like, "What the heck? I'll just eat whatever I want. I don't even want to check my sugars." And then I found out. <laughs> yeah, he got mad at me. He was like, "What are you doing?" Because I always tried to look after her, and I would ask her, "Are you are you eating this? Are you eating that? Are you are you in control of your blood sugar?" And she'd be like, "Yeah, yeah." But then I noticed she had like those symptoms again. She would get up uh, at night, like frequently. And so I was like, "Hmm, there's something going on." And then I asked her, "Hey, how's your blood sugar?" She was like, well, "I don't know." Well, what do you mean you don't know? Oh yeah, I don't have battery. Since when? Oh, I don't. A couple of weeks. I was like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "Okay, we're going to go tomorrow morning to get new batteries, and you're gonna check your blood sugar again." And I was like, "I don't want to. It's always high. Like I can't seem to get it down." And he was like, "No, you have to. We have to." So we went. Get we went and got the batteries, and I was like, three fifty. Yeah. And he was like, I told you so. (laughs) Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I just don't feel I'm in control. I was like, I'm going to start eating like really, really low carb to see if I can get it down. That's when you got like really, really frustrated because you were actually eating really well. Yeah. So I did it, but it was still like, I was always like 130, 120. And I was like, dude, I'm only like 20 carbs a day. Like, what's wrong? That's when I started investigating. I actually saw the nurse practitioner and I told him, like, hey, look, I think I have Lada and I need you to test me for this. And when he came back positive, I have to say, I actually was relieved. And I remember that at first I will kind of forbid you from eating certain things. I'll be like, no, don't eat this, don't eat that. But now I'm a little bit more relaxed because I know she's in control. Yeah, because before he was like, no, don't eat this. And I'm like, but I, now I can eat. Like, he was still in the mindset where I can yeah. eat certain stuff. I've learned them, too, because when you go to the doctor, they they really don't explain a lot. They just tell you, do this and do this, which you most likely don't end up doing it like that. <laughs> Especially with type 1D, like, you don't end up doing what the doctor said. I've learned, like, more stuff from the community in Instagram. And, I mean, it's not that that people give medical advice, but sometimes you learn like tips and tricks. Are you hopeful or scared for the future? Well... I'm always hopeful. I like to be positive all the time. Yeah, you are like a lot more positive than I am. Yeah, I just, uh, I feel like every obstacle that comes your way comes for a reason and we're always going to be able to go through it. It's okay to be afraid sometimes, but no, I always, I always like to to stay positive. So yeah, sometimes we are a little scared about the future, but we always try to stay hopeful and positive. Yeah, I mean, I think I changed like a little bit after this because you started asking like, why me, and you know all of that, and and I do get scared sometimes because you know you have to have a tight control um, of your type one because. If not, you get all these complications. Like, since I work at an ophthalmologist's office, I see all the people getting lasers all the time. People that have lost their vision due to diabetes is hard sometimes. So that's 
like I try to stay on top of it. Mostly, I'm I'm scared of them, but I mean, I guess it's a good thing and a bad thing because I really stay I try to stay on top of it, but also it's like being scared is like what's making me do it. So I don't know, it's good and bad. But I I am hopeful, and I think this will help too. Like when we we're ready to have kids, I think that will help. Like I don't have as much as a tight control as I would have when I'm I want to have kids. Because I know it has to be a lot tighter, but I mean, I think it's it's possible. Like a lot of people with type one diabetes have kids, and I just we're just gonna have to be a team when that time comes. Because mm-hmm. yeah. like always, yeah, but like really closer. <laughs> because I mean, sometimes I really do want to eat things that I know like raise my blood sugar a lot, and sometimes maybe I don't bolo the best, but. Maybe if we try to do it together when we're trying to get pregnant, it would be better. But I'm also scared, like, I mean, I know not everyone has, like, um, not everyone that has type 1D gets kids with type 1D, but I'm also scared about that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, definitely something that's uh, on the back of your head all the time. But, I mean... If it comes to that, we at least we know how to deal with it because we now have the experience yeah. and we're going to be able to give them a long life, you know? Yeah, like do the best we can. Like, But it is, it is something like that's always in the back of your head. And I mean, insurance and everything. Like right now I feel like I have a pretty good insurance even though I pay a lot for it. <laughs> but it's really good and it covers... Like, my copays are not as high as I thought they would be for, for the pump, for example, for the Omnipod. And um, the copay for the insulin is actually high, but with, like, some coupons we found, um, it's only $25, so it's, it's not bad. But uh, sometimes I get scared about that, too. Like, if I change my job, I know I'm not going to have the same insurance, yeah. which does cover a lot. So I'm always thinking about that, too, like... When I don't have this insurance, what am I going to do? Like, I don't know. And if you have kids, like, you absolutely need to get them a good insurance, like, especially if they have type 1D. Yeah, financially, it's always a concern. You, you never know. Yeah. As someone without type 1 diabetes, how do you feel type 1 diabetes has changed your life? How? Yeah. Completely. Just, just being with you, learning all about, all about diabetes. Uh, yeah, it completely changed my the way I feel about it, the way I see things. Like before, I would think like, oh, if a person has diabetes, I mean, they're gonna be, they're never gonna be the same. There's certain stuff that they're not gonna be able to do. But that's definitely not the case. If you have diabetes, there's you can do anything that any other person can do. Um, that doesn't stop you from being normal. It's just uh, you have to take extra care of yourself. Yeah. But you can do whatever you want. Like we went, uh, we are, uh, I'm a Atlanta Braves fan, and there is a player that has diabetes, and he plays at the highest level, you know. Yeah. So you can do whatever you want. Would you have any advice for any other husbands <laughs> that are out there that are new to this? or? Well... If you have diabetes and your partner doesn't, 
try to be more um, polite. If, that would be if a person brings food home, so you have to understand. <laughs> like, dude, you gotta give it time. Don't get mad at that person all the time because he or she doesn't understand what's going on completely because it's something new in, in his or her life as well. So it's hard for you and also for, for your partner. And uh, if you are on the other end, like me, um, yeah, just try to be as supportive as you, as you can all the time. Uh, try to understand, uh, try to help in any way you can. Because it's the least you can do. Bring bring treats every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they can work as low treats. Just don't eat them all at the same yeah. time. <laughs> I'm just like really thankful that I got this husband. <laughs> because even though, I mean, it has been hard for both of us. He, he has always been there. And he's been really like patient with me. Even when I get mad and... I don't get mad at him anymore because of that, but I used to get mad at him. And now I think he has helped me like look at things like in another way and also think a little bit more about him because it's not just all about me. Sometimes I do feel like it's all about me, but um, I'm trying to like not do that and think about him also because it's not easy. Like it, as it's not easy for me, it's not easy for him and it's not it's not fair if I make it even harder. So I'm really, really thankful that he is here with me. And I also think that he's been like my only support. Well, not my only, only one, but the only person that has been really, really, really close to all of this. Because my parents are not here and we're basically, you know, living on our own, starting our own family, even if it's just the two of us and our two cats Four of them. <laughs> yeah. so i mean i think he has you have a lot of responsibility and i think you you have handled it really well and i really appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it takes time but I, like i said before at first it wasn't easy but once you get used to it your life is just normal like anyone else's is 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 not a big deal you shouldn't be afraid of this uh, condition. Like I said before, there's a lot of things that people don't know about diabetes. But once you start to understand it, you'll notice that it's something you can deal with on a daily basis without a problem. You can live your life with your partner without, a, without any problems. Yeah, I mean, it shouldn't stop you from doing anything or living your life differently. Yeah. And it's something I have learned too, because this is new for me. Like I know a lot of people have lived with Taiwanese for a long, long time. I am just, I actually, I was correctly diagnosed this May and it's a, a lot to learn, but it, it, it also has taught me that um, we shouldn't like really judge anyone on, you know, what they're going through and mm -hmm. we ha just have to be like a little bit more comprehensive with everyone and not, yeah, not judge or not. Yeah, and not patient mm -hmm. with other people. We have to be a lot more patient, but people need to be more understanding and be willing to learn because if, if other people is not willing to learn, we cannot do anything like 
Yeah, that's that's for something I think you're doing great with your Instagram is that you're always talking about it. And we have the advantage that we have all this social media nowadays. So it's easy to spread the word. Yeah, it's it's a good thing, I think. And it, that has helped me a lot too because I don't feel like I'm alone. And I know it has helped a lot of other people. It's It's really great. I think we're done. It was really nice doing this. We hoped you like it. We were just being honest and and trying to share our experiences with Taekwondo. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs>Threes is a production of Beta Cell, and it's produced by me, Craig Steubing. A very special thanks to Blanca and Lewis for sharing their story. If you haven't yet, subscribe to Beta Cell wherever you listen to podcasts to get all of our shows downloaded onto your listening device automatically. While you're there, leave us a review. It really helps other people find us. If you love the Threes or any of the Beta Cell shows, you can support us on Patreon. There you can get bonus clips, as well as our supporter-exclusive show, Out of Range, After Dark. I'm Craig Steubing, and this is The Threes. Winter, spring, summer, or fall All you got to do is come